This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 1. The Bible says, Therefore, leaving the elementary principles of the doctrine of Christ. Let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith towards God. Okay, stop. Although this is not where I'm going tonight, but it's good to let somebody know that the Bible talks about laying again the foundation of repentance. Now, of course, that talks about the doctrine of repentance. But beyond the doctrine, some Christians just don't go past their prayer is never beyond, Lord, forgive me. Because every now and then they have something to ask God to forgive them for. Now, the Bible is giving you an admonition, if you are like that, that there are higher things to pursue. So you cannot be held down by mundane things. Are you getting what I'm saying? There are great things in God that you cannot keep stumbling over the same thing over and over again. So, it becomes necessary... To a believer that is full of resentment, anger, you, you get angry. You lose your temper. Or to a Christian that is still uh, lying. Or you are a violent person. Or you are a very carnal person. Or you are very materialistic. You go where money goes. The issue is not about forgiveness. There is always forgiveness in Christ. The issue is, how long do you keep stumbling over the same thing? Now, in your Christian experience, do you have track records of things that you have left behind? In other words, are you growing spiritually? Is your language changing? Is your way of thinking changing? Or after seven years of being in the church, you still respond to the same thing. Still afraid of the same thing. Still judging things the same way. Then there is a problem. Did you get that? So there must be. Uh, this. It must clearly show your life. That you are growing spiritually. And that when those. Who used to know you seven years ago. Should meet you now. They should see that you have advanced spiritually. More of the word of God inside you. More of the life of the spirit that you are living. Things that used to matter then don't matter anymore. Now you are giving attention to the Holy Spirit. That should be part of your life. You should be growing. You should be growing. Praise the Lord. The word of God should dwell more in you than ever before. Your prayer life should be deeper than ever before. So you should be growing. That's what the Bible says that, that we henceforth be no more children. Tossed to and fro. So there comes a time that you should not be children anymore. Are you getting this? Praise the Lord. So, in fact, Galatians chapter 4, that says that, let's read, that I hear, as long as a child does not differ from a servant, should make anybody to desire not to be a baby Christian. Because this is very powerful. The Bible, now, look, look at this. Now I say, this is Paul talking, that the ear... 
that's a, a child of God. That is a child that um, is being trained to sit on the throne. The Bible says, as long as he's a child, he is not different from a servant, even though he is the owner of everything. When I was growing up, we used to have housemates. Many of them beat their light out of us. Because we were small. One of them made me to drink our urine. Now, some of those girls, some evil spirits were living in them. Honestly. We were young boys and she was taking advantage of. I remember the day my father was in action. We were so happy. He came from the office without. He packed his car far. He jumped the fence and he came in. And he met. Now, I was very small then. Two of my elder brothers were on their knees, walking around her on her knees and begging her. Tell her she'll be singing. And tell me no, please. And tell me no, please. And, tell, and they were singing that round her on their knees with their hands up. Little boys and they were in tears. Some of the things we see on the internet and we've seen some of them before. That's why I check who you bring to your house. Praise the Lord. Oh, my father lost it. What was any man would do that? And that was the last day in the house. If I was, if one of the neighbors came to rescue on time, he would have, I mean, it was, it was like, why? He said, tell me one time I ever beat you in this house. And I went to offer you, I bring this to my kids. Why? Hallelujah. You see, now it's playing on my mind now that I drank someone's <laughs> story. It's so, 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 so painful. I'm feeling it. You know, <laughs> can you, can you imagine? Now, she took advantage. We were the lords of the house, but we're little children. Now, we also had housemaid when I was in GSS 1. But this time around, I was a champion. I was conscious enough to know that she was a maid. We didn't maltreat her, but she could not oppress me because I could report. In fact, I could send her on an errand. Say, so, please help me buy this. And then she would do that. Now, what has changed? When I was four or five and she was beating me, I was still the owner of everything. But I was a child. The same thing. The things of the spirit, they are real. The more you grow, the more you're able to walk in them. They've all been given to you once and for all. So they are your spirit, man. But you cannot bring them out if you're a child. I, I get what I'm saying. There is no responsible parent. No matter, even if you are the billionaires of this world, you will not give your six-year-old boy the key to a Range Rover Sport to drive. Because both himself and the car might not come back again. So the boy might be saying, Daddy, I want to drive. Something tells you that, no, you cannot. Look, maybe it's the only child and you're like, when I go, all this property, in fact, as at that time, you could have willed the entire property to the boy. If it's your only child, or you have two of them, you've called your lawyer, people do that in advance now, and the lawyer has written your will. And your will says that all your estate, all your cars, they belong to the boy. But because he is still small, he cannot drive. The promises in the Bible are God's will. They are for believers. But when you are a child, there's a limit to which you can walk. Did you hear that? This is why spiritual growth should be very important to people. You see, we love entertainment in the church. We love several other things, but we don't give so much attention to the word of God that will grow you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Almost all issues that Christians are facing, they have to do with the issue of spiritual growth. The more you grow, the more the elements. Now look at what the Bible says. 
He said, he is the Lord of all. Now, look at the next verse. He's under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the Father. Now, I did a course when I was in school that actually enlightened me more on this. There will be governors and tutors controlling the boy until the time appointed of the Father. Now, we discovered then that the Father wouldn't say. Now, this talks about actually a prince being trained in the palace to occupy the seat, the throne. Now, the father wouldn't say in those days that when, so he would say to the tutors and governor, he wouldn't say to the tutors and governor that, you know what? When he's 21, let him sit on my throne and start reading. No. The father would say, at any time you notice that he now understands rulership, he can rule, then hand over the kingdom to him. Did you get that? There's a difference. Because he can be 21 and still be a fool, and he can be 17 and be a master. So the father will not give a specific age. He will just say, all you that are training him. When you train and you see him one day that he's ready by your trainer, this guy can now rule. Then release the kingdom to him. So a person can be born again for 15 years and be less effective than someone has born again for 4 years. Some of these tutors and governors at times can be elements of this world. Calamities of this world. Issues. I'm going to show you something in a while. Because one of the signs that you are uh, growing and working in greater authority is that you can bend. The more you recognize authority and work in it, the more you can bend circumstances of this world to your advantage. The more you can send angels, the more you can order things from the realm of the spirit and bring them to the physical. So it will show. So you can actually at times calculate the amount of growth going on in the Christian by the power he wields in the realm of the spirit. How he can command things to happen. So those guys said, when the seven sons of Scepha, who were not even developed the spirit, said, in the name of Jesus Christ, that Paul, that actually revealed the fact that they never had a direct relationship with Jesus. If you have a direct relationship with him, you don't use someone else to get into his presence. Everyone that has a relationship with him has a direct access to him. Because he lives in you. Say amen. amen. So, but they said that, you know, in the name of the God that Paul preaches, that is why I am not saying it's wrong, but I wish we can take our thinking away from people saying, oh God of my father, oh God of this man of God, oh God of that man of God. You see, God is sovereign. Sovereignly can work. I mean, I've heard testimonies, but don't be carried away by testimonies. Actually, it is important that you know God that you can say, Father, my Father trans, it goes beyond anything like, oh God of social person. A God of social person is a God of social person. But the equation changes when that God is your Father. Imagine wanting to go through your Father and asking some, calling your Father that, eh, uh, the, the, let's say your Father is the head of Navdak now. Oh, head of Navdak. In your house. To others, it can be anything. Your father can be the commander in chief of army and all that. When the soldiers see him, they do like this. You don't wake up doing that. When I was on the level, there was a princess in Accra. So I was asking that one day, that when one of the popular Yoruba kingdom. That, so I said, so when you see your father, so you two in nine, I said, can't be, see? She just laughed. So when the chiefs are gone, we sit on the throne, we play on the throne. <laughs> so I said, they throne, they all come to bow. He said, once they go, the children will come out and be playing. I said, I've been playing around the throne from age two, three. 
That is why some of them are people fear the father, but to them is daddy. And that's the highest form of relationship. That is what qualifies you to, uh, to, to partake in an inheritance. You don't give an inheritance to a friend. It's only to a family member. I get what I'm saying. So now look at look at what the Bible says. If you read further, that so let's go back to Hebrews chapter six. So the Bible says, don't lay again the foundation of repentance. The Bible calls them the elementary principles. So in Christ, you have the elementary, like in school, you have elementary classes. Paul said that you know what? Get away from elementary. Let's go to something higher. And he described a bit of that higher something. Let's read on. Hallelujah. So he first said of the doctrines of verse 2, of baptism, of laying on of hands, of resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgments. So I would say there is no judgment again anyway. But that's not my, my... So Paul said there are doctrines of repentance. There is a doctrine of laying on of hands. You all know about that. There is a doctrine of resurrection from dead. Of course, that's the foundation of Christianity. And so there is doctrine of eternal judgment. But then he moved on. But he said all those things are elementary principles. That means in class one, a Christian should know all of them. You should know all these things. Verse three. He said this we will do if God permits. So that means we are not totally discarding it. We will still do it. He said, but I've been training you guys over. There is something higher. Then in verse four, he said, for it is impossible. Now he's talking about higher class now. For those who have been, who were once enlightened. If you are using your Bible, underline that word. So there is a group of people called the enlightened ones. Mm. Who have tasted the heavenly gift. Number two. They were made partakers of the Holy Ghost. Number three. Now number four. They have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the age to come. There is another age after this age. When we get to heaven, there is another principle to work in heaven. But it is based on what is called the word of God. You will only find a place in the Bible where Jesus is referred to as Jesus in heaven. He does not bear Jesus in heaven. He is called the word of God in heaven. That's his name in heaven. It's on earth that we call him Jesus. It's bigger than that, the expression of the name Jesus. Hallelujah. So, Paul talks about, and I just want to pick one of these this evening. The powers of the age to come. He said those who have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the age to come. There is another age where strange things do happen. The realms where angels dwell. Now, we, we are going to walk in the fullness of it after the rapture. So it's the next age. That's why it's called age to come. But Paul said that even though that age is yet to come, some people right now can walk in the power of the age to come. Glory to God. A few people stepped in and stepped out in Old Testament. When Elijah said, about this time tomorrow, can a Christian say this? That it's an issue. He just said, about this time tomorrow, a measure of which shall be sold for a shekel and two measures of barley at the gates of Samaria. Second chapter 7. And the Bible says, immediately said so, there were four leopards. The word landed on them. 
and they found out that food was in abundance. In other words, about this time through, just as he said, do we know that that was a power beyond man? Are you following me? Praise the Lord. Korah and all those that gathered against Moses. And Moses said that if these people die a common death, God has not called me. Before I finish speaking, the earth opened up and swallowed them. Powers of the age to come. Jesus said, no man eat of thee again. And the disciples heard him when he said so. All he did was to say something to the tree. And the tree dried up. And the disciples were like, wow. Then they saw him in the boat. And the wind was blowing. And they woke him up. Master, we are, they, were, they were afraid. And this man, <laughs> you know, they never knew Jesus was the Son of God until later. The disciples never had full understanding of who Jesus was. Because they were not baptized in the Holy Spirit. So when he said to storm, peace, and the Bible said there was a great calm. All the Bible said, they said, what manner of man? The time has come that people around you should say the same thing about you. What manner of man? What manner of woman? What manner of man? Hallelujah. Powers of the age to come. Apostle Paul came out of shipwreck. And he was gathering sticks. That's how 27 or so. Yeah. And a viper came out. Now, if you are using King James, you will not understand what really happened there. Bible says he shook you to the fire. But if you check other translations, the, the viper actually beat Paul and stayed there. The snake, after biting him, put it in there and stayed there. So Paul shook it into fire. And he continued gathering still. The Bible said that everybody was watching, hoping that it would fall down very soon. And they, they first said that this man must be a murderer. Akilo Dena, you'll be the only one. You just escaped shipwreck. Now, he said, he said you know, in those days, they were very, very uh, uh, superstitious in those days. So, they, they were quite superstitious. So, they were like, this guy must be a murderer. There is a spirit of death haunting after him. Ah! He escaped shipwreck. Now, snake is biting him. <laughs> Even because of himself. They said, vengeance will not suffer him to live. Now, the same Buddha said this man must be a murderer. So, after a while, they were watching the man. And then he just shook the thing into fire. I will tell you something as I begin to glow. Listen to me. It is one thing to pray to God that something should not happen. The power of the Almighty can prevent some things happening. But at times when God wants to demonstrate superior power, He will let those things happen, but there will not be any effects. Did you get what I've just said now? Praise the Lord. Are you following me? Yes. Oh, one day, um, they were in, in Ekwoma. That's Pastor Chris. Because he was a Christian, there was a lecturer that was on his case and made his life miserable. Now, he kept going to show the man the project and the man kept frustrated, so he couldn't finish the project. And next time, the supervisor was coming to look at the old thing and he went to pray. I'm sure he started praying that, Lord, postpone the day. Mm -mm. It is not every time God answers the way you want him to answer. But at the end of the day, glory will come to him and you will be honored. The supervisor came. Esther's supervisor. And as he was coming to his project, his supervisor started laughing. He told the guy beside him, here comes the Christian boy, uncompleted project. He was so happy. I saw a bit of some lecture like when we were UI. Those who hated Christ with everything in them. There was one, out of every lecture for one hour, he must have been just right for 30 minutes. And then he would teach. 
And nobody said anything against it. But if a Christian lecturer should teach Christ for 10 minutes before let's try to record them into order and all those things. Anyway, so <laughs> the and as it was coming, he just opened the project, uncompleted, and he began to explain. So this is the foundation. The excellence by saw got up and came down and turned to everybody and said that this is the first person who has done exactly what you guys should be doing. Oh, the lecturer was ashamed. If God postponed the day and he finished it, the miracle wouldn't be as big as... So he got the eyes just like that with an uncompleted project. It's not a reason. That was what happened to Paul. He went to pray three times. Then God said, my grace is sufficient. My power is made manifest. Paul said that I besought the Lord three times that the thing should depart. God told Paul that you see, they turn in the flesh we are playing about, praying about. I can let it go. But I won't. When you start praying that, Lord, give me a car. So that I can be in a position to ask out a woman. Give me an apartment. Looking at the size of the woman, I don't think grace many times will not remove what you think is the limitation. Grace will show you that in spite of the limitation, Glory to God. Do you know? <laughs> oh, this thing I just shared with you is deep. And I want to stop here. This thing is deep. In the hands of the porter, anything can work. Pastor Godju told us, careful, taffy dollars. She told Pastor Godju's wife in Covenant, when, when she came there, that she spent all her life praying and watching her daughters in America. They must not get pregnant. In our society, it's very funny. They must not get pregnant. Praying their nights. To raise children, they taste God. As in, you must learn to walk in love. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, <laughs> once in a while, an African man will go there. It takes a lot. I remember the one that went viral because they put anchor on Dr. Kefro. And you know, those people, when you're a preacher, they're against you. And they look for every opportunity. The daughter said she was going for a night party. And the father said no. And Kefro stood at the door. And she started hitting the father. So the father took her and said, I'm see your father. And then she called 911 that the father was choking her. And they came to us and arrested the father. And she still slept that house that night. And Kefro stood before the church and said, I don't want to talk to her. She's still my daughter. I love her. Ah, I trust African father. Oh. <laughs> you know, but you see, what, what? But now the same girl is spirit you. Now what will you do? And then the father was talking about it in church. She was there in the church looking at the father like this. You can't understand that in Africa. Where the police, when they go. <laughs> Amen. The way African man will beat you, you won't talk again. Police are my divider. He didn't beat me. But see, that's the way they are over there. The liberty is so much and it's to their strength. They know that they are in trouble by not allowing people to raise their kids properly. But they continue to go. Extreme of everything is bad. I've always said so. When you cage people too much, you look for trouble. When you also let people have too much liberty, you are going to have a problem. So Taffy said she prayed, prayed. She said, finally, the last daughter is grown up now. None of them got pregnant. She said, this is the interesting thing. On the other side, TDJ's daughter, she's about the one of the most popular young female preachers in America now. And her popularity came from the fact that she got pregnant at 13 or 14. 
Taffy told Pastor Bojo, I said, I said, when I look at God and life, so none of my daughters is, none of them is known right now. CJ's daughter that got pregnant is all about, when she preaches a message, you'll see 500,000 downloads. Or sometimes, when you don't go through certain things, you cannot have compassion for those who are there. That's why we say, we have not a high priest who cannot be touched with the field. He did not sit down in heaven. He first came down to experience world mortal men. That is why forever he can help those who are. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. So, Dr. Taffy was like, it's amazing that you can pray against something. And later you ask yourself, did I really pray? That? No, it's not that you ask it. It's not that you say, my daughter should get prayed. But I thought you just wonder that, what is the basis for what you are saying? Where is your fear coming from? Hallelujah. This is deep. This is powerful. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So you can pray that something should not happen. So in the case of that lady now, the same thing happened to Maria Wudoneta. The same thing happened to Ketrukoma. One of the reasons why she never wanted to pray because she was on a second marriage. And that was holiness move time. It was totally forbidden. The very thing that she thought would disqualify her the grace of God is mighty. When I used to listen to Prophet Obadari, the renowned CAC prophet, in spite of the fact that he could not see, he healed people like, and you would first, the not logical thing to say is that physician heal thyself. But see, there are realms. So Paul said, as poor, yet making many rich. That means you can come like yourself and wear native and you can look at a billionaire and speak to his life and his life will change. And somebody will say that, if you add that pan of why need to start with yourself? I'm going to be like, but it's not so. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. So, but the Bible is calling our attention to something that is called the good word. So the powers of the age to come that we are talking about, it is produced by the good word of God. I told you there's a level of reading the word. There's a level of hearing the word. Now there's a level of seeing the word. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I will stop on this note. Let's read Ezekiel chapter 47. And let's start from Miranda verse 6. Ezekiel 47. Let's start from verse, verse 4. Or verse 3. Verse 3. And when the man that had the line in his hand went forth eastward, he measured a thousand cubits and he brought me through the waters. And the waters were to the ankle. Next verse. And he measured a thousand and he brought me through the waters and the waters were to the nails. And he, again, he measured a thousand and it was, he brought me through and the waters were to my Lord. That's your waist. Then he said, and he measured a thousand and it was a river that I could not pass over, for the waters were risen. Waters to swim in. Mm. Next verse. And he said to me, Son of man, have you seen this? And he said, Yes. He brought me back to the brink of the river. Verse 7. Now, when I returned, behold, at the bank of the river were very many trees, on the side and on that side. And he said to me, These waters issues towards the east country, and they go down to the desert and go into the sea. Which is brought for the sea, and the water shall be healed. Next verse. It shall come to pass. Everything that liveth 
which move it, whithersoever the river shall come, shall leave. There shall be great multitude of fish, because this water shall come either, for they shall be healed. Everything that shall live without the river comments. Next verse. It shall come to bad that fishermen will gather there. Verse 11. I'm at verse 12. Now this is where I'm going. And by the river, upon the bank thereof, on the side, shall grow trees, whose leaves shall not fade, neither shall the fruit thereof be. Next verse. It shall bring up, it shall bring forth new fruit according to the months, because their waters because they are waters, they issued out of the sanctuary, and the fruit thereof shall be for meat, and the leaves shall be medicine. He said, There is a river, it heals everything it comes in contact with. And he said, The reason that the river comes from the sanctuary. Now, something happened to Ezekiel here. Even though the river could heal, but the manifestation of the power of the river was not really discovered until the fourth level. It said the angel measured a thousand cubits. That is the elementary principle of the daughter of Christ. That's ankle deep. It said the water got to ankle. They tell you about ankle level water is that you can control yourself. Then the angel looked at Ezekiel after a while. He said, take another thousand steps. It did. And the water got to kneel. When, if you understand swimming very well, when the water is on your knee, you can't swim there. You can still walk around. Then he measured the third 1,000 and the water got to the waist. Now, a water that's at your waist can control you a little, but you can still control yourself. You can walk through it. And then the angel said that one more 1,000 cubits. And he said the water got to something that totally covered Ezekiel. He said he had to swim. That means at that level, fourth level of glory, the glory carried him. He lost control. That is what you call fullness of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Now, it was when that experience happened, he came back to the bank of the river and he started seeing trees. If we start from the beginning, he never saw those trees until he got to the final level of the river and he saw the trees. And then God said to him that this river, anywhere it goes, anything it touches shall be healed. And I want to show you something. That was the sanctuary in Old Testament with a river coming. But see, this same river is still available that can heal everything, but the location has changed. The river is now in you. John chapter 7. So Jesus said on the last day of the feast, if anyone believes in me, out of his belly shall flow. Your belly actually is not your stomach. Your belly is your spirit. Your spirit man is somewhere inside here. Your spirit man is not here. Your spirit man is not here. Your spirit man is down your belly somewhere. Well, according to what Olubi Joyce and Kenneth Hagin taught us anyway. So now, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. So the river is now inside. Because according to 1 Corinthians chapter 3, you are now the temple of God. So you are the sanctuary now. And the spirit of God that dwells in you is like a river that flows. Now, this river flows by you speaking. I just want to end tonight by saying that constantly you must speak words of God over your life and over what you do. Regularly. This is where knowing scriptures will be very important. I have taught you before, the whole idea of Bible study is not to have knowledge. 
is to have knowledge to understand. Understanding can lead to speaking. The climax of everything is that you are going to speak. They are always speaking in heaven. I believe Jesus speaks over every one of us every day. All the word of God is being upheld over our heads. God told the high priest, we are going to do that on Sunday because on Sunday, I'm led to bless everybody. That's what I just want to do. During the week, so many people gave in an amazing, amazing way. In an amazing, so, um, well, the part of discussion we had with the owners of the property, we already covered the payment for that part. But some other people are talking to them. But you see, power belongs to God. Uh, I have I told them this is the amount we wanted to pay before we have this amount ready. Whoever is telling you is paying seven years or the rest, um, well, <laughs> we are not going to. Uh, we will stay with what we have. We are not going to uh, try to raise any other thing. If he wants us over there, no other person will be able to pay. There must come a time that you must use authority. Amen. You know, people always get tempted by money. So, so I was told that a white man went there also said, we want this place where we will pay for 11 years. I've not moved by those things. Jehovah reigns. All I know is that we have done our part. A lot of people responded in an amazing way. And I was praying and the Lord told me that bless these people and pray. Your, your life can be the same again. I saw something about how the Bible says, I pray should pray for the people. See, it matters who is speaking over you. Don't be without a voice over you. I think there is nobody doing it, do it yourself. But the Bible says the word of God is a two-edged sword. It is better you do it yourself and then there is somebody doing it for you. It is true. Hallelujah. Yeah. This is why if you belong to an assembly, you should belong very well. Aaron was told to put the names of the 12 tribes on his body. His garment was designed that the names were there. Six at the front, six at the back. So that every time he entered the presence of God, he went enter with the names. At times I'm praying for people, some faces of unknown people will just come up. I'm not sure when they give testimony or they say something. Every now and then it happens every now and then. If you stay long enough in the place of prayer, pictures will start coming. I have told you, prayers give, prayer leads to visions. It might not be a trance, but you start knowing something that your mind does not know. It is because many times you don't stay, you don't stay long enough. You are too quick to go and do the next thing. Stay there and pray. The Spirit of God will start showing you something. That is when you will know what James actually said. When James saw it, you know, James used to respect Elijah. Ah! He called down fire. A prophet of this. Then James said one that I have found this mystery. The James that wrote the James in the Bible was the James that was the younger brother of Jesus Christ. Not the James that, there were two James. One James was a disciple of Jesus Christ. That was the one arrow chop of his head. Then there was the second James who was not a disciple. He was not even born again then. That was the younger brother of Jesus Christ because they did not believe in Jesus until after resurrection. So he was one that wrote the book of James. That later took place of Peter. He became the head of the church. And he was the one that, according to record, where he used to pray, his knees bore holes. He would kneel down and pray. He prayed so much. They said that his knee was as hard as Camel's knee. For a long time, invested into the place of kneeling him down. So when they went to check his after his death, the spot used to kneel down, there were holes there, bore by his knees. Because it was a man. So when he started talking about prayer, he found something that changed him. So what happened to James, who never believed in Jesus before, to become that mighty man in the place of prayer? He wrote in James chapter 5. One day, a judge saw that Elijah was not special. 
He said Elijah was a man of like passion. That means if you were, have you been hungry before? Elijah used to be hungry. Have you been afraid before? He ran away from Jezebel. Hear what I'm saying? If Elijah were to be alive in our time, he would watch premiership. But he would pray. Did you get that? If we were to be here now, he will wear jeans, but he will pray. He will have a Samsung phone, but the phone will not control him. So, a Christian will have a revolution in his life. Then you discover that Elijah is, was a man of light passion. That means there is no difference between me and Elijah. Or Elijah. The guy was not a superhuman being. He just woke up one morning with a solid conviction to lock himself in the place of prayer. If you have that conviction also, you will start praying more than ever before. And when you do, the same mighty power will start flowing through. Your father, say, nobody is actually nobody. Yeah. As anybody told us in the early days, they will bring a seed to him. He will be praying in the morning that, Lord, let them bring the seed when I will not be harassed, I will not be embarrassed. When the first made him Jew. And the first thing people he prayed for, he said, his own son was sick. He took paracetamol in his pocket here and said in Jesus' name. And he said, if I pray after three hours, if I don't use any change, I will give paracetamol. And he, see, people rose. I get what I'm saying. That's the truth. So never think anybody is so special. Just develop your own work with God. It will change you. So you can actually begin to go home tonight and start. So I too can pray. And I can determine something. I can ask something to happen in Nigeria. And I can ask something not to happen. If you know this, when secondary school, I will never forget. Tolu Shobukola is a doctor in Trinidad and Tobago now. Dr. Shobukola, rather, it was in my brother's class. He said I was not ready for jam. That I had not read enough. I was not the best student in school. And he said, I have prayed that federal government will shift jam. That was the only time federal government shifted jam by six months. One man, one student, one secondary school student. Pastor Bakari said he was practicing London somebody for three years, and there was a federal rule letter to go and start your own chambers. You must have practiced under somebody for five years. And on his own third year, he wanted to start, and he went to pray. In the place of prayer, he heard a word from God, Mika. In the days that thy wall shall be built, the decree shall be removed. And the federal government announced the following day after he heard the word that the years were removed from five to three. So he went ahead to start. One man. How far can God go for your sake? He can go to any length. The reason is that you think he won't do some things for you, but will do it for some other people. Two people among us can pray and determine the fate of Nigeria. Many times we think when we are many, that is when it works. When you have many men, you just have many unbelievers around you. You know, people can be praying and they are never with you. They were praying in each other. They, oh God, release Peter. Release Peter. Release Peter. And Peter stood at the door knocking. And the girl came to say, Rhoda came to say that, hey, Peter is here. And they said, you are mad. What were they praying? So many times people shaking their head and praying, oh God, oh God we agree. <laughs> See, you better get those who truly agree with you to pray. Brethren are wonderful. Somebody else is praying, like you are saying that join me in praying. The boss is only praying for himself. Lord, <laughs> even me, I need job. And that is what he's saying as he's walking up and down. You are happy that seven friends are praying with you. But six out of the seven are praying their own prayer, Lord. And you think they are praying for you. So it's important that you are sure that those who are praying with you are truly 
So once they open your eyes and say, all right, sorry guys, are you sure <laughs> we're on the same page? <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Shall we rise? Thank you, Father. <laughs> Blessed be the name. We'll continue from there. Is someone blessed tonight? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Your life is beautiful. The grace of God is getting multiplied in your life. You are being led. You are planted into this world to be a sign and a wonder. In the name of Jesus Christ. Many will come to Christ through you. Your worlds, they will be filled with power. They will, be, they will edify people. They will transform lives. They will repel demons. They will destroy the activities of darkness. In the name of Jesus Christ. Wherever you speak, light will shine. Understanding will come to men. Favor will come to men. Let it be that you are never stranded in life. Because the Lord is your shepherd, you shall not want. He will guide your paths and he will lead you. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the teaching. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Touring Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m., while our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.